0: that was the scene in california's mojave desert five years ago our historic first view of the newcomer's ship was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alienation the Newcomer podcast. I am your host Kenny and joining me as always is my brother Michael. Hello everybody. Today we're going to be discussing Season 1, episode 18, Crossing the Line. It originally aired on February 26, 1990. It was directed by Gwen Arner. The writers were Stephen Long Mitchell and Craig Van Sickle.
0: Hello.
2: Geez, Lois, I thought the cools only came out at night.
0: They put you on day, didn't they? Hi, I'm Lois Allen.
2: She just made detective. Guess they lowered the standards. (laughs) She's (laughs) going to be working with George on this one while I'm gone. What do we got? In a word bizarre, the head wound is the culprit. It looks like a 38. It was pinned to the body. It's written on a medical prescription form. Oh, it's a real piece of literature. Take two aspirin and call me in hell. Do you think she was killed here?
3: That's my guess, not long ago. I'll have the results to you tomorrow. All right, let me give you the episode summary. A new detective joins a squad. Matt plans a vacation to Hawaii, but plans are put on hold when a serial killer Matt once tangled with starts killing again. The Francisco's plan Vesna's Mukti Booty, an old Tectonese custom, but Vesna's health takes a turn for the worse, and one member of the family blames herself.
0: How's it going? All right. Mom, can I go to the mall with Sydney after school on Thursday? I don't see why not, as long as you've done all your chores. Great. The new leather store, it's giving away friendship bracelets. Well, Buck, it must be sturdy. Uh, I think this sport ought to hold a dozen Zepto players carrying full melexes, <laughs> let alone a little Vesna in a half-hour ceremony.
2: Buck, you better take her off the oscillator. She's had plenty today. <laughs> you will have a great mukti booty.
0: I tried to explain to my teacher about the ceremony. She said it sounded like what humans call a christening. It is, except Mukti not only embraces the new life into the arms of Andarku and Selene, but into the hearts of the family, too. La Selene nefetulia zoon. Oh, Albert, thank you for coming over this evening. Trying to plan the ceremony with our schedules has been very difficult. Watching the young one being embraced into the family is one of the good things of being a binocular. All right, we have our
1: regular cast members. We're going to start with Terry Trejas as Kathy Frankel. We have Eric Pierpoint as
3: Detective George Francisco. We have Ron Thasler as Captain Brian Grazer. We have Gary Graham as Detective Matt Sykes. We also
1: have Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. We have Lauren
3: Woodland as Emily Francisco. Sean Six as Buck Francisco. And Jeff Marcus as Albert Einstein. As for our guest cast, we have Heather McComb as Cindy. Tobin Bell as Dr. Death. Dr. Death. Dr. Death. I like Dr. Death. <laughs> um, Robert Allen Brown as Tool and Die Foreman. Ivory Ocean as Dutchman. Ivory Ocean. It's a cool name. Ah, shoes. I thought, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. Robert Blatterson as Wounded Officer. Yeah, it's definitely better than Robert Blatterson. Blatterson right? Jesus. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Robert Blad- Blatterson. Though. Yeah, see, we just can't say <laughs> it. Ava Von Weidman as Nurse Adele. We have Jenny Gallego as Beatrice Zapeta. I love Zepeda. We have Jeff Duchetti returning as Burns. And we have Michelle Lamar Richards as Lois
1: Allen. Which she is a return as well. She becomes like a regular corner. Yeah. She's in like...
3: Probably a good half of these episodes. I was shocked though to see Burns in it because we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, but we'll talk about that. later. Yeah, yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> Macadamia nut zapata. Yeah, Sykes. about the size of your brain. Thank you. <laughs> hey, break them up! Come on. I'll pass the honors, George. <laughs> <laughs> this is comedy, yes? <laughs> Funny, eh? <laughs> <I> mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Matt, right? Uh, for you. Oh, what's this, a pet rock? Y- you do know funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Matthew. It's a Tengtonese journey stone It's supposed to bring good fortune to the traveler. Oh. Thanks, George. I'll get it a tan. <laughs> yeah,
0: all right, people. Uh, enough frivolity. Uh, let's all get back to work, huh?
2: Yeah, you're right, Bride.
0: The party's over.
1: All right, cool. So uh, let's go ahead and let's dive into this episode.
3: Okay, first of all, here we go. Drumroll. Was this your favorite episode? It was not my favorite episode, no. No, not. Okay, do you want to... It's a a good episode. Do you want to start it, or...
1: All animations are good episodes.
3: Right. We'll start off with the episode. It starts off with Matt. He, his old neighbor, I guess, or the person that used to live at his apartment... Yes. ...got a... Got a like a, a deal he won a prize. Yeah, a prize he won a trip to Hawaii. Right. So Matt's saying, Well, he's not here anymore, so yeah. It's no going to me. Address. Right. It's, so it's, it's going to it's me. In my house. So they
1: obviously want me to have it.
3: Right. So that's his initial plan. Yeah. So he is going to Hawaii for a vacation,
1: a much needed vacation.
2: Come on, Sykes. I've known you what five years? Hey, the only resort you could ever afford was bank account falls. Hey, the trip's free. I want it. <laughs> You're cheating. Yeah, I, I, I. I was in the right place at the right time. I won it fair and square. Claiming Leo Bavacqua's prize is hardly fair and square. Leo
0: Bavacqua?
2: The guy used to live in my apartment. Big deal. It was still my address. But it said Leo Bavakwa. Look, he didn't leave a forwarding address. I figure old Leo wants me to have. Hey,
0: Leo's yeah, corner better corner. off. I've been to Honolulu Sykes. I know.
2: Yeah. Okay, while you're stuck partnering with Honest Abe, I'll be fancy free in Waikiki. Ooh. Aloha, hoy.
1: And then we have, uh, the next scene is is, um, on top of a roof, and there's a a dead woman. Yes. And
3: we find out there's a killer using sodium pentothal. Sodium pentothal. Yeah. A truth serum. Yeah. And Matt, right away, you can see in his face, facial expressions like, whoa, wait, wait, I've seen this before. Yeah. And you really don't, they really don't go into it. No, because then you have another, there's a second murder. Right. Uh,
2: Any pertinent findings, Dr. Allen?
0: I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, gentlemen, but I'm afraid we definitely have a multiple killer on our hands. Are we certain it's not a copycat? Very. Both victims were injected with large doses of sodium pentothal with identical hypodermic needles. And after further testing, I also found the presence of identical cellulose fibers near the point of injection. Other than that, both bodies are clean. And again, sodium pentothal.
1: And then Matt's really like, okay. I need to start doing some investigating. The guy uses the same needle. Yeah, it's something... Something is familiar from his past with these cases again. So he decides to put off going to Hawaii. Because it was supposed to be... Because they introduced a new detective, Zepeda. Yeah. Beatrice Zepeda. And that's my that's one of my brother's favorites. I didn't say she was a favorite. I just I enjoy the character. <laughs> I'm glad when they added her. Because they got rid of Dobbs. Right. So it was always nice to have a third detective there. So now they have Zepeda. Um, And she's a cool character, and she's in it for the rest of the season. Yep. And she's in the movies, uh, which is really cool. But no, they introduce her, and she's going to be temporarily uh, George's partner. On this case. While Matt is in Hawaii. Right. But, of course, Matt doesn't go to Hawaii, and he wants to to you know check it check this out because he really he's really thinking something's going on here. And then we get little tidbits. I was gonna say little yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, you, you start hearing a woman saying please don't kill me, please, please. You don't see anything. You put it's the gun Matt's down, name. yeah, you hear He's stuff. walking through like an old abandoned warehouse and you're hearing this, not seeing you're only seeing Matt there.
0: <laughs> <Please don't. laughs>
2: Looks like you're the one who's gonna drop it. Or I drop her. Let it go.
0: Come on, hero. Toss it away. We all walk out of here nice like.
2: No deal. Come on, cop. You shoot me, and I even jerk. She's dead. Now toss it away. It's gonna be. It's gonna be.
1: to be. And then, you know. There's... Oh, this is another... Because Burns is an intricate part of this. Burns is a reporter, as you guys know, and... A slime bag one. Yeah, he is is a slime reporter. But the thing is, is it's... The whole point is, you know, is... Because this murderer is
3: using burns well in the beginning remember the, he writes a note it says yes take two aspirin and i'll he'll call me in hell. i'll kill you in the morning or yeah. i'll call you i'll call me in hell or something, something like, that. like that yeah so burns gets a snapshot of it because he's a slime bag illegally, illegally. illegally. He opens, opens up the up, file yeah, on a takes a snap and there's a headshot and he puts it in yes. dr death yeah. you know yeah he named the guy
1: dr death and there's a picture of the so- of the note the prescription
0: how the hell did burns get this note
2: we don't know doctor of death he's given the nutcase a reputation to live up to what do you mean well look at all the other butchers we've had in l.a they love to play the part the hillside strangler the night stalker the skid row slasher even one of your own george the slag town slaughterer remember I will never forget it neither will i george we can't be sure this doctor of death will kill again no we can't be sure he won't either so many papers this morning burns what do you care sykes are for people who read he tipped you off didn't he that psycho told you where the body'd be as a member of the fourth estate i'm not allowed to divulge any information about my sources well i got a source for you matthew i didn't do nothing wrong uh, you took evidence from a police investigation i took a picture the people got a right to know i was just doing my job yeah well the job you're doing is egging on a nutcase and it's my job to stop him I guess that kind of puts us on different sides of the fence, don't it?
3: So this this whack job guy now is like, whoa! He takes on that role. I'm, I'm Doctor Dr. Death. Death. Yeah,
1: and so and so he's in contact with Burns, and this the third victim. Um, he actually calls Burns. I don't know how many hours in advance. And, and it says, bothered my. It really bothered you on that. Oh, it bothered me big time. Because, big time. Because he he tells Burns be at this location at, at 9 not- p.m. <laughs> point your camera up. And you may get the best a shot. The Pulitzer your life. Prize. Yeah. yeah, whatever you want to call it. And of course, I'm like, call the cops. Call. Michael and I are like, call the cops. Kim, my brother's all, right. Like, You're an accessory
3: cops. to murder. You're going to be an accessory to <laughs> call the cops.
1: And he doesn't do it
3: because he's a slime
1: ball and he wants to get the exclusive. So he goes to this place. He hears a struggle. He points his camera up, and this poor guy gets pushed off the edge and of he's the building. Taking pictures he and he's going taking down. pictures as this guy's dying. And then, I, I mean, I was. Uh, it, I mean, I don't like Burns to begin with, but if I didn't like him before, I, I'm really <laughs> not going to like him now. <laughs> you know, and I mean, he looks shocked. And I'm like, oh, whatever. You know, he, he has no should, right to being shocked. Right? He has no right to. But but I, I love the fact because as soon as I say, I'm like, I go, is he necessary
3: to murder? Because he knew it was going to happen. Absolutely. And he didn't. All of a sudden, Matt comes. Yeah, there's no No, no. Sorry for interrupting because this is important. He's on the phone with somebody going, oh, well, what are you going to offer me, you know, because oh, this yeah, guy yeah, offered me this. So that's even more of a douchebag yeah. slimeball. Yeah. Hey, this guy's offering me this. Highest the highest we'll bidder get my... will get, you know, yeah. that's, yeah. and man, and you hear like a knock on the door. He's like, I'm busy. And then Matt just wham! Yeah. Just kicks that door kicks open. Kicks the door down and, and goes and says, you're under arrest. And I'm like, oh,
1: yes, I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> They're going to arrest him for this, because he is an
3: accessory <laughs> to murder. But he goes, I don't know what he, like, I Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to
1: happen. And Matt's like, but you Knew something was gonna happen you, you were, were there, there and you watch why that guy an innocent, an man, innocent man, man you watch him die
2: Sykes what are you crazy you're the expert on crazy burns I'm on the phone get lost you were on the phone now you're under arrest
3: arrest you are nuts
2: you think I'm nuts Burns hey, come ah, on Sykes geez. you think I'm as nuts as your buddy Dr. Death cause he'd pull the trigger oh. You're going to hear from my lawyer. Yeah? Good. Maybe he can explain how you can let an innocent man die so you can sell more papers. Hey, man, I, I didn't notice it was going to happen. You knew something was going to happen. You were there with a camera. You could have stopped it. What could I have done? You could have called. You could have done something, anything. But you took pictures. Like I told you, I got a right to report the news. Yeah, well, you're not reporting it anymore, pal. You're creating it. You're a participant. And you're under arrest for accessory to murder. Hey, man. Hey. Come on. You can't do this to me. Let me go.
1: And, you know, you can look at the, the look on Byrne's face was good. I mean, he was definitely he felt it. He knew, you know, he's he's bad, but he's also a reporter. And mm-hmm. like
3: he said, is the people
1: yeah, have a the 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 right, right to know, which is so stupid. <laughs> but Matt's like, well, you know, screw you. You're under arrest. He puts the cups on him, and Burns is freaking out, saying, I'm going to sue you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're going to jail. You're done, buddy. We're, gonna get, we're not going to see in
3: episode 19. You're
1: <laughs> done. Oh. Then we get to the next scene, and we have uh, Grazer coming out saying, let him go, because the commissioner was, you know, pressured by his people. and
2: Let
0: him go. You heard me, Sykes. Let him go. Come on, grazer. Look, I know what he did, but there's a thing in this country called the Constitution. Yeah. And unfortunately, it gives him the right. Yeah, I got an obligation
3: to the public.
2: What about your obligation as a human being, Slime?
3: Sykes, Burns' paper, if you can call it that, just marched an army of lawyers into the commissioner's office. Matthew. The call to release Burns is his, not mine.
2: I don't give a damn what the commissioner says. Another innocent victim is dead, and I'm not going to let him fuel the fire anymore. Fuck you.
0: Get out of here, Burns. Wait. You heard me. <clears throat> It's about time. Sheesh!
2: You better get new locks on your doors, Burns. Because whether you know it or not, you and the doc are in bed now. Matthew, you're his eyes, his ears. Every time he kills, you're right there with him, with the printed words.
3: Sykes, it's enough.
2: Don't be surprised if that army of lawyers returns to the front. This time with a lawsuit.
3: And see, I didn't like that at all. And And we both talked about that. That's there's no way in hell. They're gonna let this guy go, and even the even Captain Brian even said, oh, "I know it's accessory to murder. I know this, but my yeah. hands are tied." And, and Matt's like, no, "No, no, book him. He's going to jail. Yeah, book him now." Yeah, and finally, you know, uh, Burns pulls Matt off of him, um,
1: or not Burns. Um, Grazer pulls Matt off of Burns. And says, you know, you're free to go.
3: Yeah, and and he's like, well, you might see all those lawyers and oh, da man. da da. It just, so. I just it, I'm tell you what, man, who hoo so <laughs> You know what I mean? I know why Matt is so upset. It. upset. I was man. hoping yeah. the whole episode that Matt would just clock this guy just one time, say, yeah. sue this, <laughs> bam. You know, I was just open.
1: Yeah, and but every every scene it. we've been seeing Matt progressively look worse. Yeah,
3: yeah I right, was so, telling you because he looked real tired. Yes, because the burden out. of
1: whatever happened that we still don't fully understand what's happened. But this murder is bringing up old memories, and the old memories are causing him to just really look harsh, and his hair's all He's taking a toll on the poor guy. He looks like he's you know aged twenty years in a matter of a day and a half, right? Um, and, of course, they see this, his you know, detective, George and Zepeda
3: and Brian
1: Grazer. Well, they're, they, well you got to remember, they, they put him on a plane. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what they did. Yeah. they like, you know, look at yourself. We're going to force you to go on a plane to hold Yeah, that.
3: Grazer, Matt
1: goes, what are you, a travel agent yeah. now? Yeah, because he booked <laughs> him a flight. And George was taking him to the airport and actually putting him on the plane. Right. Um. And then, you know, George comes back and Zepeda, they're still working the case. And, you know, she's like, is he off? And he's like, yep. But you know i I watched him go there, and he's there and but, of course, you cut to a scene of Matt at you know, I think he's in his bedroom because we never seen the place before,
3: no, no, yeah, it was some somewhere different. we didn't know yeah, where he was
1: at. we weren't sure I'm, I think it was his bedroom with all his old filing cases, but he's looking over a case and he's remembering, and this time we're seeing uh visuals right. of a younger Matt with his nice slick back hair, and, his cropped haircut, yeah, and... he looked very. He's supposed to be 10 years younger. Right. Um, and then we see the same killer with this nurse um, who, uh, that we, uh, previously we heard her screaming. Now we physically see her, or visually see her. And uh, the murderer has a gun to her head and tells Matt to put down his gun or he's going to kill her. And Matt breaks the cardinal rule and puts Yeah, first down he his says gun. no, and then he's get- He says no, but then the guy cocks the gun and says, if so you- I... If you don't I'm gonna if I what say? if you shoot me and I my yeah. jerk reflex if I jerk it'll, yeah she's it'll, dead she's dead so and uh, Matt says okay okay and he throws, throws down his gun down the guy pulls around shoots the girl in the head and then shoots takes, Matt twice yeah takes two shots at Matt and knocks him down
0: drop it please
2: no looks like you're the one who's gonna drop it
0: or I drop her oh god help me please let her go come on hero toss it away
2: you all walk out of here nice like no deal you shoot me and i even jerk she's dead now toss it away (laughs) what's it gonna be okay 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 let her go
3: But Matt, Matt did the cardinal sin, like you said, he broke that rule. But beginning when his partner was shot, his yes. partner's all call for backup. He, he said, goes, "There's, There's no, no time. time. I, I got this." So that's you know, that was a, yeah, that was a, a, a young a, hot-headed mistake right. as well. Yeah. So I mean, he, and you could tell once he's sitting there, you know, at the the headstone, it's just it's eating this poor guy alive. You know, yeah. you come to find out she's a 22 year old nurse, an aspiring nurse, yes. and
1: yes. very she's caring, very sweet, and, and caring and loving, and she's always wanted to be a nurse, and and you know. And then, I mean, and then you come find out that this guy has killed, been killing for 10 years. In Canada, Australia. Yeah. yeah, he's been all over and he's been killing and he's using the same MO everywhere. And so Matt's finding out this and he's like, well, all, from her death on, it's on his conscious. Can you imagine that no, though, honestly? No, I could not, because I'm sure there's hundreds of people. I mean, If he yeah. kills three people in two days, you imagine how he's killing all over the world. And that's
3: world. what Matt was saying, you know, yeah. these people would be... Their deaths are all on, the, on, on him because on he didn't kill them when he had the chance. And you could just tell it just, it's just yeah. a taking And the only lead they really have on the guy is that he worked at a construction company for like two weeks, truck. and he stole a truck, which was funny to me because put a damn APB on this truck because yeah. it seemed like here goes driving down here, here goes driving <laughs> here. I mean, it's TV. I understand. It's a big but come white on, man. Truck. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. a truck, dude. It's, it's a construction truck. How many of them are there? Yeah. That was yeah. my only thing. You know, it's yeah. t- I understand it's TV, but come on.
1: <laughs> Matt goes renegade again, and he uh, he obviously didn't go to Hawaii and he takes things into his own hands but also George is learning more cuz George goes through Matt's desk yeah. and finds an unresolved uh file in 2.5 seconds he reads it and he yes yeah, so I love how they can read it super fast he just follows his finger down and he reads it. All.
3: And my brother was very uh concerned about Matt's desk it was really It was
1: just dirty. I'm like why is he throwing trash <laughs> in his drawer when he can just put it in donuts a trash and, can, Yeah. which
3: is right next to his
1: desk. Yeah. But that's Matt for you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so um so George is onto it. He knows what's going on. He calls the ho- uh hotel in Hawaii, find out Matt didn't show up. He knows something's wrong. And then we go back to Matt who goes into he breaks into Burns with some high-tech device for some weird door lock that Burns has on his,
3: which everybody in 1990 door. had that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, every, everybody in 1990 had that special door lock. So. Yeah, it was very bizarre. But he uh, bugs his phone Burns his phone And then they show him down front Listening as Burns orders A tuna fish sandwich And a and generic A generic Fit the scotch Yeah, fit the scotch <laughs> uh, But then we get the call from the murderer And he says I want a 101 personal And Burns is an idiot For saying Okay, yeah, sure Let's do this I want to do A sit down interview Person to person With a serial killer
2: Mrs. Burns? Hey, headline We're looking good You know,
0: I've been thinking
2: now is an up-close-in-person.
0: Up-close-in-person? Yeah, you know, headline, one of those you've seen his work, now meet the man kind of profile. An exclusive interview, just you and me. Tonight. Sure. 9 p.m. South Dome, the old McClure building.
1: So stupid. So stupid. So... That happens. Matt finds out, finds out where they're going. Byrne meets the guy. The guy, it seems perfectly legit that he just wants his story out there because
3: well, he truly believes that he's cleansing. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with some whack people. I mean the well, whack for why they're a reason, crazy. right? Yeah, they're crazy, but for this a reason. guy truly believes. He said a young boy. He had a yeah. calling and. It was yeah. his place to cleanse people, and that's why he does a sodium pentothal yeah, the because truth, it, tells yeah. yeah. it tells you truth. It tells you that makes you tell the truth. Yeah. So he—that's what he's believing, and and I, you know, and I'm kind of thinking to myself, and I didn't tell my brothers. So I go, he really believes that. He—he he, oh yeah. He needs help. I mean, he really believes the that. Bad hey, people always believe. Like I'm what cleansing the world. Yes, no, you're not supposed to do right. that. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. What is your mission? This world is sickened. So is shots of sodium pentothal going to cure this? I'm a messenger. And my medicine is the truth. You're killing people. Exactly. This life is a lie. And the only way to escape the lie is to reach that eternal truth, which is death. And I help people to find that truth. Yeah? How do you know this truth? By tasting death, I live life. I help people to find the truth, and it's your mission to help me spread the truth before I
3: go. So I was like, I kind of felt bad. I mean, I I know it's kind of wrong and a little disturbed. I guess. I mean, you understand, yeah, you, why
1: he's doing. Right,
3: that. but I, but I still, the guy should but not be killing hundreds no, of people. He should not. But I did it's feel kind of sorry for the guy. It's like he really believes he's doing this. It's not like he doesn't see anything that's that's wrong. But yeah, it's but, totally wrong. But most crazy people do, <laughs> right? Yeah, they it's, believe it's, that they're right. I'm not condoning it. It's wrong. Okay, <laughs> it's wrong, wrong, wrong. So, but Matt Matt goes alone,
1: of course, and he false prey to the, the, the serial killers. Come on, uh, give me the his, dramatic his secret booby trap the that booby. he puts up. It's a piece of string with like four cans on it that Matt hits.
3: And it goes clink, 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 clink. Yeah.
1: I go, that's such high tech <laughs> stuff right there, people. But it worked. Yeah. Because uh, the killer <laughs> knew Matt was there and then he thinks Byrne brought him. Um, he takes a shot at Matt, and it doesn't. I don't think like ricochets off of him. No, and, Matt does like a and throws cartwheel. him over the side of a building. He hits his head. He's and, trying to
3: hang on and yeah. of slides off. It was weird. It was yeah. Because <laughs> I asked my brother, did I he went, get shot. He goes no, I was don't think it was though? shot. He just did but, like a weird cartwheel thing. And yeah, I think he went to move away
1: from the bullet and tripped over and went over the side of a building. But anyways, the killer gets away. Matt goes to George and says, I made a mistake. He realizes. I'm, I kept telling. Oh, through, himself again. All through now. these episodes, I kept saying, Matt, just tell them what the deal is. Tell them what the deal. Tell George what's going on. Because George is asking. And he's concerned. And he's, you know, tell me he's what He's your friend. Is, and, <laughs> yeah, he's a partner. Come on. Just tell him. And he wouldn't do it. Finally, he wises up because he made a huge mistake. And he goes to George and he says, I screwed up. And then he tells the story. Oh, fact,
3: No, George had the file. Remember in Georgia? And Yo, well, yeah, of, George? and George like, knew. Whoa, whoa, you snooping he's up he, on me? Yes,
1: and he said, I, I knew something was talking, wrong. Right. But that's when we get the, the full story, don't Is that when we get the full story yeah, for the flashback? Yeah, it gives, you, it gives you everything. Yeah, yeah, so you get the whole thing. Uh, How this come
3: to fruition and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then uh, George, of course, is a great partner. He says, well, let's go get him. Because now Burns being hostage. held by this guy. We don't know if he's dead or alive or what the deal is. But, you know... Matt says, Well, this guy wants his story told, so Burns is still alive until the story's being printed.
3: And he remembers the killer talking about hearing horns.
1: Yes, hearing a foghorn. Foghorn. So he knew it was near the was water. There's only five places that had gotten. And,
3: yeah, had, had
1: gotten. Uh, there's like fibers in the wounds in cellulose the, fibers. Yes, yeah, so that they found. in only five places in LA where it's at, and only one of them is near a wharf. So then they're like, Oh, that's the place.
3: It's a Herald. It's and like sure, a newspaper. Sure We see the truck. Yeah, there's the truck.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, so then uh, they go in, and of course, I mean, I knew this was going to happen. It's a, it's a identical situation. I thought it was going to be Burns that was held by the. Killer. And I said, I don't care. I'd shoot Burns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but George, uh, you know, Mad distract, distracts the killer. George uh, freeze Burns. Freeze Burns. But of course, the killer winds up getting a hold of George, puts a gun to his head. It's an like identical speech that he had when he had the woman.
2: We meet again. The circle is complete you looked better in uniform it's all over this time i'm out of here where he learns the truth drop the gun i've seen how you keep your word <laughs> drop the gun if you shoot me hero okay. and i even jerk he's dead now drop the gun i said drop it
3: Matt's. Because the guy goes, oh, uh, yeah. you know, isn't this familiar or yeah. something like that? And he says, "If I
1: jerk, I'm going to kill him." Blah blah blah. And uh, George or Matt starts to put down his gun. I'm like, oh, "You're such an idiot!" But then all of a sudden, two seconds later, he's like, maybe you won't jerk." And he pulls the trigger and shoots the guy behind George's head. He told George he had to do that because he would have killed him. Yes, and George said he knew that he wouldn't let him kill him. So let him he, get hurt, right? Yeah, because George looks shaken up, but he did call for backup this time. You're right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because George is like, let's go. That was a thing.
3: Yes, <laughs> and Matt's
1: like, hold on. And he
3: did call. he backup. called for backup. Finally, so yeah. So he's learning. You're right. Yeah, he, he know, is learning. It only takes a hundred murders for you to realize <laughs> that so I better call for backup.
1: Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's basically that. That's the main A story. That's the main plot. And of the story. Uh, that was basically, I and mean, that's a really big chunk of. I'd say for a 45-minute show, that's probably a good 40 minutes of it. And thank you for listening to Alienation. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's still uh, the B story, which is with, uh, deals with Vesna and a religious ceremony. It's like a christening for, for uh, Christians.
3: Yeah, and for, for all of you know, Vesna's the baby. Yeah, they, Vesna's they the, they the newborn
1: had. daughter. And they're having like a christening. It's called a... The Mukta Booty. Mukta the <laughs> And they all have to give like a, a gift.
0: Now, the gifts that you give her, are symbolic of what you are responsible for teaching her. I should have the vessel of Selene ready for the gift offerings. What did you each choose? I picked tradition. I have chosen love. I've chosen spirituality, which leaves the gift of honor to you, Em. Emily, do you understand your responsibility? I guess. Em, this is tradition. Don't guess. No. If you follow what the writings of Celine tell us to do, Vesna will enjoy good health. Don't worry, Albert. <laughs> we'll all follow the rules. Remember, by sundown on the days leading up to the ceremony, everyone takes a turn putting a gift of their love into the vessel of Celine. It's very important.
3: Emily is so a teenage girl... That she doesn't follow through with her promise. Well, like I was telling my brother, she is more Americanized, I guess, if you want to call it. She was yeah. born here. She doesn't know. You know, she's not into like, you see Buck in the formal gown. Yeah. Well, he's in. He's all in the he techniques. He wasn't born here either. And, I mean, but I mean, he, but he was born. I mean, he's born on the ship. Right. You know, he, she's more of, hey, this is all I know. Yeah. I don't know any, I don't know all our cultures. But she's just, a, yeah, she's a young girl. She's a teenager, girl. man. She's a young girl. So
1: her friend wants to go to the mall, and, and yeah, so she doesn't give her offering. She goes to the mall, and then she comes back, and Vesna's sick.
2: These fumes aren't helping much, Mom. Vesna's still wheezing.
0: Oh um, well, um, chop the pine needles finer. The, the tar mustn't be viscous enough. This old Tantanese remedy should work.
2: I'm so glad you came home, Mom. I mean, Vesna was breathing fine this morning. I don't know what could have
0: caused this. Seen this these things, this is the first baby we've had on this planet. It could be
1: anything. And Emily feels responsible for it, and she winds up confessing to her parents that she didn't do this. And they're like, you know, it's just symbolic. It's not, you know, Selena and Arco is not gonna come down and you know do some sort of wrath on Vesna because you didn't give an offering.
3: They said it was really big of her to say something it'd be yeah because it would hard it would be something hard to do that you that you lied and then all of a sudden you're telling them hey uh you know i screwed up sorry and it's my fault
0: yeah she's breathing much more easily now she'll be fine our love protects her emily what are you doing up it's my fault it's my fault she's sick emily I lied. I didn't keep my word to Selene. I didn't put my offering in the vessel. And now she's punishing me by cursing Vesna with sickness. Didn't give your offering? Oh, Emily, I know how hard it must be for you to come to us with this. We appreciate your honesty, Em. But I lied to Selene. Selene is all forgiving. I am sure she will look upon your words in the same light as well. Emily, the Mukti Buti ritual is a way for all of us, not just Vesna to learn about life's passages. The vessel is symbolic of that learning. By giving Vesna love, we get love in return. I think
2: that if you give Vesna an offering from your hearts, it will make her very happy.
1: And then we have the, the final scene of the episode is, you know, uh, all everyone giving their items and saying what they're going to be part of her life, and then you have, you know, the ceremony, obviously Albert's performing is he's the banan of it, of the Vesna and we have uh, you know a, each person goes up and says I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you about Tangentese culture I'm gonna do this and that and then at the very end Albert gets, gets ready to do the final chant of the ceremony and Matt steps up and gives him a stone which Georgia gave him previously for safe travels I like guess like a travel stone yeah he puts that in Vesna's cradle with her and he says that I'm gonna be the one who teaches you how great your father is
0: in your life I shall be the one who teaches you about loving others as you love your universe. In your life, I shall be the one who teaches you about the journey and sacrifice of Andarko and Selene.
2: In your life, I shall be the one who teaches you of your past
0: as a Tectonese. life, I shall be the one who teaches you the importance of being honest.
2: Milo. Lesna, in your life, I'll be the one who teaches you how special your father is.
1: Which was really cool. It's just a great moment. And then he does the final little
3: but you got. I like what Emily did though. Emily put the, the bracelet, bracelet that, that she, she bought from the mall. Yeah. Yes, and she's. I'm going to teach you honesty. Yeah. So it was kind of neat to see. A, it was like a 180 for her. You yeah. yeah. First, she was like, you know, she was dishonest. But she then,
1: realized what she did wrong. She owned up to it, and she went to correct it. So yeah. So it was a, it was a nice little ending to the episode. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't. A, oh my god, a crazy. You know crazy, crazy stuff happening. It was just a fun, entertaining, great story builder. It's a cool Matt story. You know, yeah. So overall, I, I enjoyed it.
3: Out of, Out of my one, one, to one to ten scale, scale what you give it? I give it a seven.
1: That's what I would give it. Okay. Yeah, i give it a good solid. It's a good seven. A good solid right. seven. Right. Yeah, which is great, because I don't think we... Nothing would be under a seven for me for Alienation. <laughs> right. yeah. for me for Alienation. <laughs> really? <laughs> Everything...
3: Nothing's <laughs> under a nine. For I'm like... Me, but... <laughs> I think all of them are... <laughs> I can't even talk because it's so funny what what's the, some stuff that comes out of his mouth this wasn't really my favorite oh my god I love this episode we oh, there's do something I just love and yeah, yeah okay I'm All right. with
2: you alright look we know this guy's a random killer there's no predicting it so the way to nail him is to trail his bait Burns I doubt Burns will cooperate hell with cooperation we, we tap his phone we read his mail we watch his every move Sooner or later, the doctor's going to make a house call.
0: You know as well as I do that with all the recent press harassment cases, the warrants will be impossible to get. the hell with the warrants! Do we want to nail this guy or don't
2: we? There's a flight leaving for Honolulu within the hour. I'm booking you on it. Oh, so you're a travel agent now?
0: Francisco will drive you to the airport.
2: Oh What, we've settled this all without me, huh? Matt, we thought it best. Look, I can't go. This case... This
3: case it's... will be handled by Francisco and Zepeda as originally planned. You need the and I feel fine.
2: Matt. Look at yourself.
0: Sykes, Matt. I know we hardly ever see eye to eye but trust me on this one. A few days in Hawaii would do you a world of good. You've been worrying around the clock for days. You're a good cop, Sykes. But we all get
2: toasted. Maybe you guys are right.
1: All right, we're going to move on to some behind the scenes. We have a few uh, tidbits here. I'll start us off. Although credited, Terry Trejo's Kathy Frankel does not appear in this episode. I was sad she wasn't in this episode. Yeah, oh, my brother, him and his, <laughs> I love him Kathy
0: and his-
3: Frankel. Kathy and Matt <laughs> bromance man's thing, whatever you want to call it. He, it's it a has, romance. It's not bromance. Oh, whatever, <laughs> dude. It's 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 still it's funny. He, yeah, he was bummed I know, out. I people. was bummed. All right. When taking in tobacco, the technician's body goes through a series of twitches, and individual begins to stutter. Stutter. Which uh, we find out with Albert. Poor Albert. Yeah, burns the. <laughs> Burn, just grilling I don't like the reputation. guy again yeah. I, see, I, I was going to say a bad word But I'm sorry It's yeah, PG-13 um, <laughs> The guy gives him a, a cigarette Yeah The funny part though Albert has it the wrong way Yes And even Albert says You know we don't usually do this stuff And he takes a hit And he starts just He starts twitching And he starts Small really convulsions And stuttering that. real bad and Yeah He's like, I don't want anymore <laughs> so it, was, it was kind of I'm like that's okay that's kind of cool I'll play the clip for you <laughs>
2: Yeah, these health nuts can drive you crazy, huh? man enjoys a good cigarette every now and then, no especially after you know what. Albert, just between you and me, where are you keeping that note? Uh, what? Uh, Albert? Albert, you all right?
0: I'm fine. I th- 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 don't think i have anymore. more.
1: All right. Our next one is the network asked for a strong human story to help develop Sykes. This episode is a result of their request. So what happens is I think we talked about this in a previous episode because they really they did a, a test audience and the test audience said that they didn't feel they knew who Matt was, which I can't believe if they watch any of these episodes. How can you not know who Matt's been growing? I was the just,
3: most. I was just gonna say that. Of I mean, all the episodes, him and his, his uncle Captain Jack, and they, yeah, I mean, I they give him a lot of his daughter. I mean, a lot of him and Kathy, his whole relationship
1: with. There's Kathy. a lot of backstory. There's a <laughs> lot of story. So when when the network told these guys that you know audiences aren't connecting with Matt, and they want more deeper stories with him. It was like, okay, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. And what audiences at all. they were testing. But those were idiot audiences because after, you know, what, 17 episodes? This is the 18th. After 17 episodes, I pretty well know Matt. And uh, he's growing. He's he's one that changes the most in the series.
3: Complete 180.
1: So I don't understand. But this is the episode that they got the word that they needed
3: a good Matt story. And so they made it. And what did you tell me? The the people, it generally didn't get a good thing because they thought it was just another cop show.
1: Yeah, the producers and the creators, although they liked it because it's a great, um, you know, Gary Graham did incredible as Matt acting wise. It was a good good acting episode for him and for George, you know, for everyone that's surrounding it. But yeah, a lot of them said, you know, they enjoyed the episode, but it wasn't alien. There was no alien aspect to it.
3: Well, when you ask for a human episode. I know.
1: It's a typical cop show. You know, they they were really hoping that they had more time that they could actually somehow weave some sort of alien story into the murders, and you know maybe he was using alien technology. But then again, it couldn't go back ten years if that was the yeah, case.
3: Yeah. So you got the B story though, which was
1: alright. Yes, they did add that, but that, you're right; they added that in, but it kind of is added in because you can tell it's not a full. Not movie. even close. No, it's like not even an equal part. It's a five minutes of the episode is that storyline. Yeah, and the only interaction with that with Matt's at the very end. Yeah but it's still i mean it's still a great episode but like they said it could be any cop show right you know and i agree it could have been any cop show. it was a good story it's a good story period yeah but absolutely. it could have been you know it, it just happened to be you
3: know on alienation right this is directors gwen arner's second episode of alienation she directed season one episode six night of the screams yep did you that know the halloween episode did you know that i did I, I did not. I found that fact. Well, so that's good. That's, <laughs> I didn't know that prior. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, this is because uh, uh, Matt did an interview in the book that I was doing, and he really liked this episode because basically, obviously, it's, it's not all him. Matt. I mean, uh, uh, Gary, oh okay, Gary Graham, yeah, right. he enjoyed this episode because all him, and he really got to show his acting chops. But he also really liked this director because he enjoyed her work on Night of the Screams, which was another favorite of his episodes. So, he Susan stabbing again. the pumpkin. <laughs> Yeah, we see that in every 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 Beginning. opening. Yep. Yeah, yeah, very cool. All right, so that's going to do it for our behind
2: the scenes. Just plain landed two hours ago. He should have checked in by now. Yes, please check again. I'll hold.
0: We're still coming off empty on that APB on the pickup. But listen to this, spaceman. SID ran a check on the cellulose fibers found on that guy that did the swan bag. The same kind used a newsprint back in the '80s. Only five places in the city used it. Well, will check on it. Hey, the best info comes from Edmonton, Canada. Ten years ago, they had a similar string of murders. So I ran that, and all our information for Interpol. For the last eight years, that same guys have been in a half dozen cities between Glasgow and Perth.
2: And sodium pentothal was in each of the victims' bodies.
0: Yeah. in each case.
2: Yes, I'm still here. Thank you for your help. What? Matthew never went to Hawaii.
1: You can find us all over the internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com alienationpodcast.
3: You can follow us on Twitter at AlienationCast. You can follow me personally at MasterJedi1975. Or you can follow me personally at GeekyFanboy. We are now on Stitcher Radio. You can download the app on any mobile device and listen to us anytime.
1: And we always love getting reviews on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in Alien Nation
3: Podcast, and we would love if you give us a five-star review. You can download the podcast, you can listen to the podcast, or just read show notes at alienationpodcast.com.
1: We love getting feedback from you guys. If you want to send any comments about an episode, about a podcast, anything at all, you can send those to alienationpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode, season one, episode 18, Crossing the Line. I think overall we both really enjoyed it. Solid seven. Awesome, awesome. So
3: I'm Kenny. And I'm Michael. And before we go, always remember, when writing an Alien Nation episode, make sure you have aliens in it. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye.
2: I blew it, man. I had him, and I blew it. Now he's got burns. I blew it. Checking up on me?
0: I needed to know why.
2: Matthew Sykes. Breaks the cardinal cop rule, puts his weapon down, gives it up, and what does he get? killer gets away and every person who's died since can thank me for it. You've got to stop blaming yourself. Yeah, right. It was not your fault. Tell that to his victims. Tell that to a 22-year-old nurse I watched die. (sighs) My name was Adele. Adele Aluna Addison. She grew up in Long Beach. I always wanted to be a nurse. wanted to help people. She... always brought daisies to her patients. Made them feel better. She would have been 30 this June 21st. It's the longest day. We're here June 21st. It's the
0: longest day you were a young cop you made a mistake you've got to forgive yourself or you'll never make up
2: for it I'm not a young cop anymore and I blew it tonight he got away again and now he's leaving town then let's go stop him find him
0: So Ghost infected Frank. He passed it on to the other guys, and I got it from his corpse? Right. Hello, Echo. How are you feeling? Did I fall asleep? For a little while. Previously on Heroes. You had to go and be the detective, didn't you, Matt? I'm not an aggressive person, but... Oh man, there's just way is. too much on all I mean, these channels. So but only in-game. Everybody lives, roast. Just this one. In your dreams, Nat loaf! Bite my shiny metal hat. Sometimes I get, I get vision. Walter, what are you doing? Watch and learn. I wish there was some way to find out what's really worth watching.
3: There is.
0: What? Who? What was that?
3: Tuning into Sci-Fi TV is the viewer's guide to genre television.
0: Where is that coming from?
3: With its spoiler-free quick reviews and water cooler and the spoiler-filled, in-depth back porch discussions, Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV is the only resource fans need to know what's on, what's good, and what's coming soon in science
0: fiction and fantasy television.
3: How did you get into my house?
0: Join Kevin, Wendy, and Brent each week for the latest in genre television. I'm calling the police. Uh, you can find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV at tv.com. No, seriously.
3: How did you get into my house? Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command and Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your configsys and autoexec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block Podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes.
1: Alien Nation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States
3: license, all rights reserved. The Francisco plant. God damn it, I don't want to screw up. The Franciscos. <laughs> Dude, I was doing fine. Yeah, we are doing great. Ava Von White... Because White- the guy uses the same measles. same measles. Yeah, <laughs> the, the-
1: so Matt Mac goes renegade. Ren- renegade.
3: We're gonna watch (laughs) that.